Hello and welcome back to the Specky and Paul Talk Detailing Podcast. We are the Emperor Palpatine and Lord Vader of the UK detailing community. This is Season 2, Episode 10, Spilling the Tea with Saviki and Susie. My name is Specky McSporran and I'm joined as usual by my good friend and co-host Paul Dolden. Hello and welcome to another podcast, the pre-Waxstock podcast. The excitement is building as ever. Um, it's been a hell of a week so oh, far. Yes. Um, uh, no sponsors this week because we're actually saving those for wax stock, but I can tell you, I've been to a rather interesting event. Now you remember the, uh, mobility, uh, wheel, wheelie championship. Remember that? Yes. Yeah, mo- yes. Mobility. Uh, someone, I think there was a disqualification last time because it was too much frozen meat. Yes, that's right. The yeah. That, the uh, excess ballast. Yeah. So mobility scooter, that's excess it. ballast, yes. they were disqualified. Now. I'm actually mm-hmm. I'm actually chairman of this. This is the new event. Uh, it was actually uh, it was caused by an accident, really, and I thought that's a good idea for a game. So now we have the drifting championships, mobility scooters. Oh, yes, now, mobility scooters. Nobody knows you can do this, but you can act- it was actually found by an accident. Um, somebody crashed into the olive oil aisle in the co-op <laughs> and performed a what can only be described as a um, a Mad Mike drift or a Ken Block style figure <laughs> of eight. Around the uh, the fresh ham and the, and the bread, the bread aisle. So I thought, what a brilliant game! Let's start holding the drifting championships for mobility scooters. Now there are four categories to this. The first one is the genuine category. This is the people which have, you know, maybe problems with their legs. They might have had a hip operation. So it's a genuine one. Uh, the second one is the um, I've got gland trouble, basically. <laughs> Basically, they have problems with their, with their diet. They can no longer walk. Their knees have given way because they are rather, you know, over, under tall. Let's just call them overweight or, as I like to call them, fat. Uh, and the third one is the elderly class. You know, they're, uh, they've done a lot of walking throughout their life. They've got to the end of their, uh, their physicality days, should I say. They've stopped running marathons. And uh, they just need it to get back and forth to the shops. And last... <laughs> Highly controversial. The fourth category, uh, benefit cheats. <laughs> so there's there's the four categories uh, for this year's championships. Um, I should be giving out prizes. Um, it's held um, more or less like the X-style games in the local co-op. Uh, we are looking at a new venue for the wider aisle, for the you know better angle, that sort of thing, more smoke. We're going to move to Tesco's probably mm. next year. Because um, there's been a few accidents this year. And also, um, we have to keep an eye on the fourth category, the benefit cheats. Because last time we held this event, they crashed into the Tammy Gotcha vodka aisle and stole all the produce. <laughs> so, we have to keep an eye on these things. Uh, so, I've just literally just come back from that, uh, just in time for the podcast. So, on with the podcast. Oh, God, that's so good. I love that one. I've, I'm just picturing, I don't know if you guys remember this, the... Um... The TV advert for Iron Brew, where it was a little old granny on a mobility yes, scooter. Yes, I remember that. Do you remember this yeah, one? I remember that. Yeah, and she goes through through into the shop, smiling and everything. And then as soon as she gets towards the big stack of Iron Brew at the end, she pulls down her big woolly hat, which turns into a balaclava, and she basically ram raids the shop. <laughs> <laughs> it happens every week here. It, I love it, it. It's normal, you know. It's just one of those oh. things, you know. We have. It happens in the village. Yeah, it does happen <laughs> in the village. We have uh, some very interesting categories of vehicles: uh, Honda Jazzies, uh, Toyota Yaris's, um, Range Rovers. I don't give a toss. I'm going to park anywhere. And of course, the, the Grand uh, Mobility Scooter. In fact, it's funny we're talking about this because um, I did this event with Details Passions the other weekend, um, the Beetlejuice um, event up in uh, yeah up in borders of Norfolk, Norfolk, Suffolk. And I saw like a four-wheel drive one, a genuine one. You know, the guy had a disability. And I saw a four-wheel drive one with big, like, chunky tires. An actual four-wheel drive yeah, like a, mobility yeah, scooter. Yeah, and I thought last time I saw that was on Top Gear when they converted them. So they are around. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Big business, mate. Very that's, big big business. That's kind of cool. Yeah. That's kind of cool. There's, there's two businesses. What bugs me... Uh, Go on, there's, there's a... In Aberdeen, there, there are too many of them where they drive on the road, and and I really want to run them over in my bus. I know I can't ethically, but, you know, still want to do it. Yeah, there's two businesses which are just flat out seven days a week on here, and that's the Mobility Pit Stop, Mobility uh, Spares Place, and the Funeral Parlour. They seem to be very, <laughs> very busy around here. Um, if you want a good... They're not, they're not next door to each other, are they? <laughs> Funny you should say that. <laughs> 
Oh, what a coincidence! Eh? Mm, I bet you they're owned by the same. If people anyone owns, any- keep you going until you go. Exactly. If anyone owns a mobility <laughs> scooter, I do apologise. It's just a bit of fun. Don't take offence. Don't all write in and say, "Oh, I've had one of these for years." I'm describing where I live. Do not take offence. <laughs> or, or do <laughs> Paul or, doesn't really actually care. <laughs> no, no, I do. No, no, I do. Okay. Right, uh, right, news. Well, um, Have you got any news? News. Let's go to you first. Let's do you str- for a change. Just get get your news out of the way because you've got loads of news. Well, I was filming at the weekend. I'm, I'm struggling for news at the moment, to be perfectly honest, because there's not a huge amount going on. It's mainly because there's been so much hype for Waxstock that that has kind of completely taken over my life right now. So I did some filming. I haven't finished the edit yet, but that should be up online in time for this podcast going out. It's a part two to my previous video about are you using Snowfoam incorrectly? And uh, I'm expanding on this a little bit to include not just the the last time. I know it was incredibly sexy, that sexy topic of panel impact ratio. You know you love it. Um, But it was a bit, you know, a bit, bit different. It was purely focusing on that kind of thing. This video is focusing more on the actual practicality, the usability of Snowfoam because there's a lot of people just don't quite know how to use it properly. And I did reference the argument. Now, I actually want to ask you about this one, Paul. Go on. Reference the argument of Snowfoam on a wet car or a dry car. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a reason I'm going to say this, right? Okay. I had a comment Go on, on uh, a previous video and, and it simply said, uh, you're wasting your time by applying it uh, after pre-rinsing the car. You, 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 there's no point in pre-rinsing the car. John Delu at the Forensic Detailing Channel did a test and he showed conclusively, you know, in air quotes, uh, he showed conclusively that you don't need to pre-rinse your car. So I thought to myself, okay, I'm going to go and watch this one. I'm going to, because I don't watch many of John's videos. To be perfectly fair, I don't watch many other people's videos. I watch yours, I watch Vicky's, and I sometimes stumble on a Jim White video for a change. But I honestly don't watch a lot of detailing content these days. I've got so much other stuff on the go. So I I decided I'm going to sit and watch this one and see what he said. Now, in his particular testing, yes, applying to a dry car without pre-rinsing did a slightly better job but that was in that singular circumstance that one situation where you know yourself the dirt on one side of the car can be worse than the dirt on the other side of a car yeah absolutely yeah so i want to know where you stand with this paul i know normally you agree with me that it's a pre-rinse first but what do you think about this this whole Uh, uh, don't we i've watched the video and i did comment on this and once again i i I'm probably using this word far too much is in the fact you use common sense. If it is a four-wheel drive car, i.e. a Land Rover or a commercial, and it is absolutely caked in not only grime, but obviously, you know, like stuff under the arches and it's been through like a lot of mud. Let's just say it's a four-wheel drive. It's a farmer's vehicle. Yeah. You have to use common sense. There's no point in snow foaming a vehicle which has caked on mud with straw and everything else. You have to use your noggin now i understand there's a an argument against this and part of it is well people say oh it dilutes the product you get the roll off because the car's already wet so then the foam is going to come down with gravity because it'll just follow the water i understand all that the the main reason i don't really pre-rinse my everyday vehicles is because we have hard water and i'm normally blimming filming it so by the time i've got the snow foam ready the car's probably started drying. I could end up with watermarks. That's the only reason I I don't do it. I think people are yeah, over over analysing some of the use of these products. It's a good point to be made. It's a good video, but for me personally, it's not a hard rule. It's down it's down to the individual. If you have soft water, I can't really see an issue with it. The car's not going to be absolutely saturated when you by the time you come to do the snow foam, is it? To be honest with you. No, this is it. I I I I used to swither. And I I I moved around over time. When I first started using snow foam, I applied it dry. Then I learned a bit more. I started pre-rinsing the car. Now I am I'm I'm up in the air about it. I think I'm open to both options. But as you say, it's a common sense situation. It's figuring out what 
the car is like what the vehicle in question is actually like. Is it filthy? Is it minging? Is it winter time? Is it covered in all that grime? You probably do want to knock off most of that dirt. Uh, is it the the winter, the summertime? Is there plenty of sun? Is it warm? Is it relatively dry? Is it only kind of a dust on your car? You could probably get away with applying it dry. But I've done my own testing here between my car and Natalie's car. And I pre-rinsed one and didn't pre-rinse the other. And I honestly didn't see any difference at all between the two of them. Um, I've watched several of Larry's videos, especially the barn find ones, where he's he's got these cars from way back when, really rare cars, and they've been sat yeah. in storage, and they are literally covered in algae, moss, and everything. Very rare you see him hit that car straight away with a snow foam. He's out with a pressure washer, blasting as much stuff yes. off as possible. Because if he didn't, if he snow foamed the car, he'd have all the algae and all the stuff in the window rubbers to contend with, just going straight over the top of the snow foam. So it's a pretty pointless exercise. He's always, lots of people describe detailing as like peeling an onion, as peeling the layers back. That's right, so yes. So there is probably an argument there with maintenance washes every two weeks to a week on your own everyday vehicles. But you have to look at it, approach it with, with you know, an open mind and think, well, I've done this, I've I've. I've had um, Samantha's car when we had this Sahara, uh, Sahara rain, you know, the red the red dust. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And I did do this, and I thought, well, I'm going to go in with snow foam. And I probably my fault. I put too much in, and it, it was really thick, and it did absolutely nothing. It just fell off the car, and all the Sahara stuff was still on the car. So I then blasted it all off and then mixed up a different ratio of snow foam, and that worked. That worked for me. So it's what works. Yeah. It's what works for you on the day, you know. That's it. That's another great point, though, is that your snow foam can be too thin, too thick. Absolutely. You know, uh, yeah. It can, if it it's can too do... thick, it'll come off too quickly. If it's too thin, it doesn't last long enough. Um, so it's it's a really difficult thing, and and that's a point that I make in this video as well. Is that uh, I had the two different snow foam lances from the previous testing, the on both ends of the spectrum as far as flow rate was concerned. And it goes to show you that even though the product that comes out the lance is exactly the same panel impact ratio, the thickness of the foam is vastly different. And so that has a, a as an equal amount to do with it. So you could still be applying a snow foam at 4% on your car, but you might it might still be a thin foam because your foam lance is not able to generate enough. By the same token, you could use another one where it generates far too thick a foam. MJJC. And then, as you say, it's going to clump up. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you know, this is the thing. But then if you're using a snow foam which has got the right percentage, but you know it to be a thinner foam, then maybe you want the MJJC to help develop more foam. Or maybe you're using one which is incredibly thick all the time, and sometimes it's too thick, and you can move down to a different snow foam lance which gives you a thinner foam. So it... We're in a privileged position where we have multiple lances to choose from. Not everybody does. No. And sadly, that's just something we have to point out is not, not, not everyone can do that. Not everyone owns multiple foam lances being able to do this. But Johnny Shield was on Instagram today and he was doing my test of the panel impact ratio. He was working out with his MTM snow foam lance. Okay. Yeah. And I think he worked out the average to be around about, I think it was 17 or 18 litres of water was the, the output of his lance to make his lance bottle empty so he could work out his PIR for that. So it was really interesting to see him do that test and that helps him get a better idea of the the PIR that he's going to need for his individual setup because he's got his level of, of water pressure in his house plus his Karcher pressure washer plus a 20 meter hose plus a stubby gun on the end plus the uh, the... Snow foam lance, all of these things have an impact on what's going to come out at the end of it. So um, it was it was really interesting to see him do that testing as well, and he now gets a better understanding of how he can go forward with his snow foam experience. So that was really good. Um, so that's that's the first bit of my news. That was God, we took a long time to discuss that. Paul, what's your news? Uh, my news is that I've just done the second part. It's not. Right, I'll I'll I'll, I'll paint the picture of what actually happened. So last week it rained like hell. I had a mini in to do the auto culture video. I jacked the car up to do the wheels because it's easier to get the car up on a jack because it has the calipers mm -hmm. close to the barrels. You can't get around them. Uh, use their wheel product, 
which is a wheel cleaner, strike four out remover, and their all-purpose cleaner. Got pretty good results. Um, I've got some pictures. I'll, I think I'll pop up on my story. And then I got to the third wheel, and it just absolutely chucked it down. So I called it off, phoned the customer, and said, look, we'll do it another day. So then I kept that footage, and then they were supposed to come back the week just gone, and they, they bailed at the last minute, cancelled. So I then got the Metro out and filmed the rest of the products and got some interesting um, results from those products. The The footage is on the laptop at the moment, but by the time this, this podcast goes out, the video will be done, so they're going to get all the answers then. Um, it's interesting Excellent. that some of the products didn't perform as I expected, and I spoke to the manufacturers. It's always good to go back to the brands before you put the video out, get some answers, find out ratios, what went wrong, what could be improved, yada, yada, yada. But one thing that really stood out for me was the water behavior and the gloss from their hybrid detailer. Really, really pleased. Yeah, you were telling me. Yeah, it was a really, really nice product to use, and it's made the, the Metro look really good. When I came in, uh, put all the, all the film gear away, um, Samantha's friend came around, and uh, they were chatting in the garden. I thought, well, time for a sharp exit. So I went out the front and I uh, just took a recent delivery from the GT guys, Garage Therapy, have put out a wax, something that a product they thought they were never going to produce because after talking to Maz, he's not the biggest fan of waxes. And he said, if I was going to no. produce a wax, it's going to be this one. And that is not a company just blowing their own trumpet for sales. They did a lot of testing before they released this product. And it's kind of along the lines of, a hybrid wax. I can't say what's in it because I wouldn't understand it even if I said it, <laughs> said it to anybody. True, you wouldn't be able to pronounce any of the ingredients either. Exactly. Um, but I thought I'm gonna I'm gonna panel wipe <laughs> with their panel wipe, panel wipe the bonnet and the front wings and try this wax. Wow, this mm -hmm. stuff is incredible. It can be a little bit fiddly to get off, which he mentioned. So you're looking two to three minutes cure time, and that's all you need. The, that's rapid it is that's rapid really yeah. quick um it's the, the behavior is along the lines of fuso but it's not a sealant i have to stress it's not a sealant it is a wax they've put a they've kind of undersold it as a six month longevity claim they reckon they're going to get more mm -hmm. out of it um but it also changes the color of the the paint or the clear coat because if you look at the front of the car it's actually considerably darker than than the rear of the car um, yeah. and obviously it rained over the weekend it's all we've had is rain showers and sh or showers all over the weekend and it, it does perform very well the cars stayed nice and clean but on the whole the, the products from Auto Culture were, were they were pretty good but there were some that need more work um, you've probably you've probably seen the video by now we're talking you know after the video's gone out I won't say too much about it but it's nice to be testing some some smaller brands again um, we've also definitely we've also got some other stuff coming from different manufacturers. Um, obviously, all this stuff will be going in the videos um, after wax stock. But yeah, interesting times. Yep. I, had a, I had a fun weekend at the uh, the VW show. It wasn't as busy as we'd liked. It was interesting. Uh, but when we were talking about you were talking about snow foam earlier. Now, mm -hmm. <laughs> no disrespect to the people in Suffolk. Apologies to anyone listening from Suffolk, but I am amazed at the limited knowledge of the everyday car enthusiast that isn't into detail. Right. And we had a guy come up and he just said, um, oh, snow foam. Yeah, you get a really good finish for that, didn't you? <laughs> and I kind of looked at oh, him and said, well, no. I, had to, I didn't want to go full on, right, just take him to one side and, you know, stick a temp peg in his eye. Um, I just wanted to... <laughs> To try and talk to him and say, well, actually, and then, and then sort of in the first two minutes of the conversation, I just thought to myself, my head, Paul, you're wasting your time. <laughs> <laughs> Give up. Um, and we had several people coming in, but the biggest sellers, of course, are the ceramic detailers and the quick details because guys just want the quick once over when they get into the show. But some amazing cars, yeah. some really crazy builds. People have put a lot of money into these. These vehicles, these um, the Beetles and the Golfs, and there were some Sirocco's there, old school Sirocco's, camper vans, a split screen, three window, which is rare as rocking horse doo doo, absolutely gorgeous. Um, and the weather was really good, but it was a family event, stroke festival, and 
we've done car events in the past where it's purely car event. And the problem is with the camping stuff, they had a band on. Um, and some of it was rap music. And I literally, if someone had said, by the way, um, the farm's left a 12 bore over there, I literally would have gone over there and just shot the speakers. <laughs> I can't listen to that. That's just awful. And then the other groups were like a cross between, like, like Coldplay, but only way sadder. You know, like proper, <laughs> like their their back catalogue of shit. Um, they were, and oh, we were no. just standing there going, "Is this the same song? Was it a different one? I can't work out because it was like." Oh, uh, no. uh, and then we got, we just got to four o'clock, and we just went, "Right, we're going home." <laughs> had enough. I have to laugh with the what the story you told me about that show. You said, "Oh, lovely Volkswagen here. My favorite car is the uh, Mark II Escort Mexico." <laughs> yes, massive VW fan I am. That Mexico's gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, speaking of the the garage therapy stuff, there, uh, I just received it uh, yesterday. It just came in the post yesterday. Um, so I actually received uh, three things because you, you've had some stuff ahead of me. Uh, so I got the wax and I got Sigma V2 and I got the panel wipe. And I spoke to Maz today, actually. He phoned me. We were having a quick chit-chat. Actually, a quick phone call with Maz. For anyone who doesn't know this, a quick phone call with Maz is about three hours. Um, but we actually had a rapid, rapid call today. But I said to him, I says, your panel wipe smells ace. It like, does. It doesn't smell like it doesn't smell like panel wipe at all no it doesn't and he says that's because it's not just alcohol and water it's got surfactants and bits and pieces in it and it it smells interesting you know it's not the usual spray on and immediately <coughs> i'm drunk no, you know it, that kind um, of oh, level i of have got a on the subject of, i don't know if i've told you this because i told maz in a whatsapp message on the subject of going <coughs> right this is quite a funny story mm-hmm. this is a true story it's none of my you know Yes. Um, so I keep <laughs> products on my trolley. Um, one of them is a five liter keg of water because I top up my lance with it and I top up bottles and bits and pieces. You know, wash my hands, whatever. The other mm-hmm. one, however, is slightly stronger. Uh, it's tire remover. And they're both in clear bottles. And there is a label on it, but it was facing the other way. Now, when I clean our shower, I use a pump sprayer oh, no. or a pump foamer, and then I top it up with APC and then top it up with water. So I grabbed <laughs> what I thought was the water, and I put, I don't know, 200 mil, something like that, in my pump uh, sprayer, and um, went upstairs, and then I sort of sprayed the sink, jumped into the shower, and then proceeded to spray the shower, and then was suddenly greeted with a rather strong smell of tire remover. Now, <laughs> I I can only describe my feelings of partially faint, for one thing. Um, and just the cut, a few things I said were just you absolute beep, 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 beep. I, I, and I suddenly thought, I oh, know, you know, when you go, Dun! I know what I've done. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. And then I told Samantha when she came in, she just did a usual response and just pissed herself laughing. Uh, Ma- that reminds me of a, a comedy show. That reminds me of a comedy show. There was a, a Scottish comedian, Ricky Fulton, and he had this little sketch show. And uh, I do remember this from a kid. He dressed, he was an old man, and or uh, he's, he's got two glasses of, of a dark liquid on the, the table, and his wife comes in. And she grabs one of them and she downs the entire thing and she goes, oh, that cola was nice. And uh, then he went and looked and picked up the other glass and he went, all right, this will be the weed killer then. (laughs) 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 I just thought of you at that point there. Yeah, the thing is, it's not the first time it's happened because the last time I had um, my my IPA, you know, my my mixture of um, alcohol wipe, um, yeah, and that was in a clear AM bottle, and and Samantha thought it was glass cleaner, so she's gone and cleaned oh. the shower. Yeah, the shower looks incredible, and then come out three sheets to the wind. <laughs> like, so like, of course, it looks incredible. <laughs> Anything looks great after that amount of alcohol. Uh, and, and, uh, <laughs> very quickly, another story about the show. Very quickly before we we must move on, but this is really funny. So we must do. yeah, this this guy comes in, and he was talking about his his mate's vehicle that they've. Um, They've, they've cut it back, machine polished the paint because it's been resprayed. So they've had to, like, what he said was mop it, you know, 
They do have the hand motions. They hold, oh, yes. hold their hands up like that, like they've got a hammer drill. You know, mop it. And I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and he said, this is brilliant. I quote. He's, is that like pointing at your crotch when you need a pee? You know? <laughs> yeah, basically. He said, um, yeah, he goes, we, we panel wiped the whole van. He goes, oh, it looked lovely, really shiny. When we came out the next day, it was all dull. <laughs> me, and just, me and Jamie just looked at each other and just went, yeah. And then what did you do? Oh, no. And then I think they just kept using panel wipe. I, I, <laughs> and, I just, and I just got to that point. I just think, where can I even begin to start? Where, you know, how, how long have you got? And you, we had some customers. Oh, no. We had some customers in, and they were genuinely interested. And I was wearing my hoodie with my name on and everything, basically not to advertise, mm. just so I don't get lost. And um, Jamie knows where I've gone. Um, but I had to exp- and he was really genuinely interested. And he, we sold him quite a few bits and pieces. But the one misquote of the day was a guy said, what's that clay balm like? I mean, clay bar? Yeah, clay balm. I mean, yeah, clay bar. Yeah, 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 clay bar. Yeah, clay balm. I was thinking, I've never seen that in boots. Are, are you saying balm yeah, or barm? Balm. Balm, as in the balm you put on your yeah. face, as in a, a face balm or a... Okay, but right now say balm. Balm. <laughs> it's the same. It's the same word. Balm, lam, oh, no. whatever it is. He didn't understand the word. <laughs> he didn't know the difference between bar or balm. Oh, With an no. L, you know, oh, balm. So I, I just, I thought, no, I'll make an exception. We're in Suffolk. Okay. Let's just get back to this. Yeah. Let's just get back to the cordless van and try and get home. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. The cordless. We did van, have a cordless yeah. van. Yeah. I know you know what it's like. Now you know what it's like. I do, and uh, I have to say that's probably the worst invention ever uh, because it had a ra- <laughs> it had a range, and I will say this of eighty eight miles. How they came to that figure of eighty eight miles, I don't know. So we had to go to the um, the slot machine in the garage and plug it in. But it was very fast. My bus does 100 miles. Yeah, well, I can understand it. That's a round figure. Who plucks out 88 mm. miles? I don't know. Is it just a map and then a compass? A crayon? Probably. Mercedes is what I, Probably. Yeah, I do. Just, just top it up to 88 miles. But apparently these vans are used for um, drop-off, you know, multi-drop vehicles in a, in a local area. Yeah. Um, so, um, and Amazon used them. Uh, lovely vehicle inside. Huge. Really clean. It was a, it was a brand new thing. It was a very quiet and quite a nice vehicle to go in, but yeah, very very stealthy. You know, we were we were leaving mm-hmm. on on stealth mode. Um, but oh, trust me, I know what that's like. I have to walk, I have to drive around certain like slightly pedestrianised areas in Aberdeen, and people don't hear me coming, and I have to begrudgingly honk the horn very gently and quietly, as like as as gingerly as possible, because they can't hear me coming. See, they can't hear the van. I, it doesn't make a I, single noise. I think you're missing the trick here, mate. I I think uh, you need to get your audio heading gear, get a large stereo in there, and then record the Dukes of Hazard General Lee with horn. <laughs> and you could be going around the Aberdeenshire countryside going, uh, that's probably not my thing. It's probably the kind of thing Vicky would have. Speaking of which, uh, we've got uh, Vicky and Abigail. I know I said Susie because that's uh, that's her nickname. So, uh, ladies, you're unmuted. You're allowed to speak now, and you're allowed to ha- talk about what just happened if you wish. Good evening. Hello. How are you? Good evening. Welcome. And all hello, that good stuff. Hello. 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 Even well, though we hi. Just, we just said this a minute ago. Becky. <laughs> Becky completely ruined the whole podcast. Yep. Not the whole. Do you want to tell me what they did? Okay. Give me a break. It's not. Becky, the would whole you like to podcast. tell the general public what Speggy did? Oh God, Speggy! Speggy did not record us. Uh, do you know so what? Now we had to come in and pretend that this is really natural. Yeah, the, yeah. This uh, literally, this is about as far as we actually got talking before I realised I'm not recording you girls. Um, <laughs> this this comes. Stop after... justifying your non-recording, Speggy. <laughs> this is coming after I had a live chat earlier today at lunchtime today. And everyone was on there, and a few people like to point out, you know, especially Maz loves to point out how I forgot to click record when we did the podcast with Garage Therapy, and I just did it again. Uh, so, <clears throat> however, oh, we've got the, all the other stuff. It was just the girls, and it was just your introduction there, so we're safe. At just this us. point onwards, yeah. 
everything is virgin territory. So, ladies, Easy. steady, Easy. steady. Easy. <laughs> Give us your news, uh, Vicky and Abby. Go on, tell us what's going on with you guys. Well, as I was saying before, you really weren't recording. Uh, the only news we really have at the minute is we are all going to Waxstock. So that's quite, kind yes. of exciting. That's it's quite um, exciting. It's with also you terrifying. Paul. Mm. It is quite terrifying. Um, Abigail is, I'm unsure if Abigail is excited or not. So, yeah. Yeah. How are you feeling about going? A little bit nervous. Never been to one, something like this before. You know, my stuff is usually drifting, diffing, farmers, brown bits, <laughs> checkered shirts. <laughs> so it'll be something a bit different, but, but it's good to see to the stuff that you like too. Oh, I. But Northern Irish car shows are completely different to the stuff you have in England. Why, do they drive backwards? Well, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm confused. We don't drive electric, that's for sure. <laughs> no, this. I was actually talking to Paul about this earlier on. I said that the, the Northern Irish car scene is seemingly, from what, what I can tell, quite different from the rest oh, of the UK, you know, it, we're all mad. It seems to have a slightly <laughs> more uh, fanatical approach, you know, um, compared to the rest of the UK. And I don't know if that's because Northern Ireland is a small place, and so the 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 culture, the car culture that grew up there, is is more close knit, um, or what it is. I don't know, but you guys seem to have a completely different. Uh, idea of what car culture is compared to the rest of us yeah um so like when we go to car shows and stuff the like the car shows i go to there's not very many of them uh so you'd have all your bigger car shows over where you are like feta and what's the other one called clean fest oh yeah is it clean fest yeah, that's yeah. One of them, yeah so ones like that they're all really high standard cars there but um like you have that side of it here but then also you have the boys who like to go out and Wreck. Wreck and, you know, go to drift events and stuff like that. Whereas I don't think it's as popular in, like, where you lot are. Hooligans. Uh, yeah. They're it, hooligans. It's kind of hard to describe, but it is definitely different. I was going to say, the rally the rally scene is huge in Ireland, isn't it? It's massive. I think the, the... Oh, massive. Completely massive. Yeah, because yeah, I've been watching a guy on YouTube about it, and he went to Ireland, and they just seem such lovely people, so welcoming, and they do the, the car events... There's a couple of trips they do, and it just seems that everybody comes out of their houses and cheers them on, and it just seems really, really good. We, they're quite rare over here. We don't do, there's not many rallying events over here. No, no, I would say there's, there's pretty much the same up here, to be yeah. perfectly honest. But I, I noticed I had, there was a funny, I didn't really know much about it until I listened to the podcast that you girls did, where you were talking, <laughs> talking about all these different like stickers and graphics in the back window. Shameless plug. Of, well, it's, it's not just a plug, yeah. but it, it was actually something that I, you know, I picked up on this. And one of my favorite ones was ketamine and tuna. <laughs> in the back yeah. windscreen. Yeah, because... <laughs> What's that about? That, that, that's the thing, because everyone, well, that's, everyone here, well, not everyone here, a lot of people here have uh, cocaine and caviar on their front window. Don't ask me why, but they do. And... Uh, then we found this other one that someone had ketamine and tuna. So we're still to get that on Abigail's car, but that's going on at some point. Oh, please do. Please do. That is brilliant. Put it on the back of the Sierra. That's got to be done. That reminds me of our work truck. We have Cagney and Lacey on the front of that. <laughs> They won't get that. I'll, I'll That's why above there. I don't know what that yeah, is. Please explain. Well, if, if you, uh, we always think about um, the Essex cars, Essex boys. Yeah. Because uh, years ago, my auntie and uncle, you? my auntie and uncle had a white Ford Escort XR3i, and it was proper oh my Essex God. boy car, Ooh. and and we laughed at it, and we thought to myself, you know, there's there was all these. Uh, things at the time where you had the name of the driver and the name of his missus, you know, a bit like Ali G. It had said Ali and Majuli on the <laughs> top of it, you know. And um, and we used Majuli. to we used to joke about uh, my auntie and uncle having lugs and jugs on the top of theirs. <laughs> oh my god! So that was maybe our that was our version <laughs> of all this kind of thing. I don't know. <laughs> 
That's great. I love that. That's fantastic. But this is this leads <laughs> me to segue on to something about you here, Vicky. So um, with all that, that tends to be on the back windows of a car or something like that, tends to be tinted or something. So let's talk about you and tinting. Me and tinting? What do you want to know about me and tinting? Well, let's, when the last time we had you on the podcast, tinting wasn't a thing for you. I think at the time yes. you were only kind of thinking about it at the time. But since then, you have trained and qualified yourself as a, as a car tinting person. So um, talk about that for a minute, yeah. because that's that's another string to your bow. That's another string to raise and, and with the kind of services that you offer. Um, so what kind of an impact has that had on, on your business now? Well, since I've started, I've started tinting from when about Christmas time. Yeah, Christmas. Um, and I've been completely snowed under with tents. So it's kind of hard to juggle tinting, running the shop, running like the online shop as well plus doing like balloting and detailing so it's kind of been hard but at the same time um, I'm really enjoying learning how to tint but that also brings me on to learning to de-chrome and trying to learn how to PPF and hopefully start to wrap cars but um, yeah I just like to keep busy and keep building the business up a bit. So is, have you seen much transition from tinting to getting other business has it helped you get more business in the door from other things or have tinters just come for or people who want tinting done have they just stuck to that no it's actually really good because a lot of the time i will have a tint in and maybe while the person's there they'll say can you can you ballot my car while it's there okay so, you know you're getting two things for up, sort of up. two things at up, once, up, um, so. or else they'll come back again yeah it's really good or maybe they'll come in and they'll, you know, maybe get a sticker or an air freshener or whatever or a hoodie. Yeah. So aye, it's good. It's nice to get people in the door. Okay. And and you've you've I don't know, I think again since the last time we had you on the podcast, you had that remodel of the shop again where you, you moved things around and then decided, I don't like this room here, I'm gonna completely take down a wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a mad decision. Um I'm still finding dust. <laughs> so I don't know if it was the right decision, but yeah. Uh, so the whole thing has been knocked down. It's been made bigger, so we can we can add our own cars into their own section. Yeah, it means then I have a whole workspace for everything else. Um, but it also means everything's messy because there's nowhere to hide anything. <laughs> so everything's everywhere. Aye. But yeah, it's nice to have a big space again. That's wicked. And um, so apart from tinting uh not tinting but wrapping and ppf and things like that for the future is there anything else that you've got in the works that um that's something that you really are interested in or or quite fancy bringing to the shop or to the services that you offer i don't know i'm always just looking to see you know what there is like new stuff coming out so ppf there's not much there's not many people here really starting it um wrapping cars there's only a few people here that actually do it yeah so it's just always keeping an eye out to see what's popular really i would although i would like to start maybe getting someone in i would think i would like to do it but i would like to bring someone in to maybe start doing ceramic coatings and stuff but yeah that wouldn't be me doing that okay so along the lines of doing ppf you mentioned about the rally scene is really big over there. Is there any chance you could do um, maybe the stickers, the graphics on some of the rally cars with the numbers on, and then start doing their sponsorships, uh, putting all their show. putting all their decals on? Because if it's if it's that, yeah, that actually would be good. Yeah, because if it's that big business, that'd be great for you. And then maybe get the uh, rays put on some of the cars and put your own put your own business on. You could be sponsoring Mark II escorts flying around the countryside. I know it'd be nice, wouldn't it? If it's I could dream. ever yeah. It's the dream me, it's the dream. Like <laughs> if I had the if I had the budget, I would definitely be into sponsoring stuff a bit more. Because yeah. I was even speaking to Specky about sponsoring even it just even just likes your podcast and stuff. You know, we things just building up to the bigger things. But yeah, down the line, hopefully once the budget I didn't, has I didn't know she got was a bit bigger for stuff like that. I know we talked about it, but I didn't know you were gonna say that. That's Paul. Paul, this could be our first actual, actual pod podcast sponsor. Oh, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, you still, you still, I'm not supposed to say this, am I? As far as I'm concerned, I'm just, like, I'm I, just it depends how nice you are to be It depends how big on. It depends how big on at Waxstock and how nice you are to me. Oh, here we go. Here, <laughs> here we, we go. go. What's that, Vicky? Your glass of Bailey's is empty. Here, let me top it up oh, for um, you. And who's, who's getting... You have to pass the attitude test. Oh. I'd like, I'd like the starter, but I can't afford it. Who's getting this dinner? Um, uh, are you having a sweet? I don't know. 
<laughs> to the side you want? Oh, I just don't know. Don't worry, we'll get it. It's okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say today, Specky, when we were talking about Becky? Oh, on the I, live, uh, I said she was a Pokemon, a real life Pokemon. Um, and... No, not the Pokemon. I said, <laughs> not the Pokemon part. You said, Becky pretends she can't do everything so that everybody oh, does it for her. That, that's 100% a thing. Okay, I've figured Vicky out. Because every other time that we've had her on the podcast or doing anything at all, I always find that Vicky has found a man, managed to have this skill where she'll find other people to do the jobs that she doesn't want to do. So, you know, the last two times I've heard her on the podcast, she has gone to use her brother's computer and basically said, Jonathan, Jonathan, I don't know what I'm doing here. Jonathan, can you, I, I, I don't understand. This is Microsoft. I've got, I've got a, a MacBook. I don't know what I'm talking about here. And she just sits back and plays with her phone while her brother goes around and starts plugging everything in and setting it up for her. And then she goes, thank you, Jonathan. And off he goes thinking he's done his bit. And she's sitting there basically going, another sucker, you know? And this yeah. is it. So the same thing. Oh, look, I need that wall taken down in the shop. I wonder what I can do. What's that? You happen to know someone who's got a digger? Oh, well, if you must, I suppose. And then all she does is go in and find her fake grass mat and do a bit of brushing on that to make it look like she's actually worked hard. So that I've figured her out. She is, is absolutely the master manipulator. A hundred percent. Can I just say? I'm not carrying your bag. It's not a skill, it's a lifestyle, darling. I am not carrying anyone's bag to the top, top floor of the hotel. Get them yourself. <laughs> That's such a lie. <laughs> and you know it. It probably is, actually, Paul. You'd be like, yeah. Oh, actually, what's that, yeah, Abigail? Yeah. Your bag's too heavy. <laughs> what a coincidence. So is mine. Oh, dear. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, no, that's, uh, this is it. Don't take any ideas from her, Abigail, for God's sake. So you mentioned you're nervous about wax stock. Obviously, Dear you've God. never been. Um, there's nothing to be nervous about. Um, it's just it's an, it's an event. It's a big show. There is going to be a lot of people there. There's going to be lots going on. There's going to be demonstrations. There's obviously us on stage. There's going to be Alan talking on the microphones. But all I can say to you is, is just throw yourself into it. And um, you're going to get recognised. People are going to come up and, and see you. Um, so just just be yourself. You know, it's a it's a good event. I mean, Speck have been talking about this all week. It's going to go very quickly. The, the, the prep. I know it's it's going to be what terrible faster. advice to give me. It's it's going to go faster. Just be than yourself. Oh God, yeah, no, actually, that's a fair point. Oh. Be be yourself. Every time like we 10%, do anything, ten percent of yourself. <laughs> yeah. Anytime we do anything and Specky's involved, he's like, whatever you do, do not do not be yourself. <laughs> do not down. Do not let Abigail out. Keep her inside. Vicky, those were meant to be private conversations. You weren't supposed to tell her, for God's sake. <laughs> On your bigger voice, Abigail. No swearing. So, Contain no. yourself. So I've asked. He says the same thing to Paul every week. <laughs> Yeah, it does. Um, I have to ask, um, what are you most looking forward to about going? Um, well, I was on Waxstock's Instagram and I did see they had an old Ford that I think was going. So that's a bit more up my street. They so do have Fords. So, yeah. I'm not so far yeah. out of my depth. Yeah, they do have Fords. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Abigail's I'm a massive... I'm not up Shit Creek without a paddle. <laughs> Abigail's a massive Ford fan, though. I mean, you've got, you've got tattoos of your Sierra on your leg, don't you? Oh, yes. Yeah, so Definitely. you're not you're not just a, a mild fan of it. You're not just a yeah. I quite like a Sierra. You're like yo, that's going on my skin permanently. You know. <laughs> no, hundred percent. That's definitely more my scene. I think that's where me and Vicky definitely clash a bit because she's into like really cool airbags and wraps and stuff and cool cars, and I'm more up the back straight with a grinder taking the springs out to drift it around a circle. <laughs> well, speaking of that, Speggy. Um, I just want to actually say something. Oh, no. uh, Waxstock is on this weekend, and so is the Ford show, and Abigail's actually given up the Ford show to come to Waxstock to meet you and come with me, so I think she deserves a big thank you for that. Well, I mean, I'm, I am actually... I'm blown away that you would blow that one off, because honestly, um, I... I remember Vicky telling me about this. She said to me, I said, are you, are you going yourself? Or is Abigail coming with you? Or what's happening? 
And and Vicky said to me, oh, well, it's the Ford show on the same weekend. And uh, Abigail, that's, that's far more her scene. So I'm stunned. And I really hope that when you go to Waxstock, you genuinely enjoy it because... Vicky said to me recently, she said, I, I don't know if, how, if I'm going to enjoy Waxstock because nobody's going to know me. And I, I, I'm not going to say exactly what I said. That's like saying nobody's heard of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Vicky, Vicky doesn't give herself credit half the time. No, I for know. God's sake, we can't even go to the shop because we're going in for a bottle of Diet Coke. You're standing there for 20 minutes, half an hour, because a couple of young cubs have come up and recognised Vicky from YouTube. And they're saying, oh my God, your cars are amazing. You see? And giving her so much praise. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm standing it. in the background like, you boys, I've got a Sierra, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's not the same. Like. <laughs> they're like, what's a Sierra? I've never heard of one before. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, this is it. No, I mean, I, I, That's great. Vicky doesn't understand just how well known she is. And, and I said to her, you're going to exactly. be recognized by, t- if we're recognized, Vicky has more followers on Instagram than me and Paul combined and probably at least 10 other top Instagrammers. So she's definitely very, very well known as in her own right, but she doesn't think she is. And so... Um, yeah. My... Well, I can definitely think of two big reasons for that, but I'll not say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's called Specky and Paul. That's why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay. No. Moving on. Yeah, fine. <laughs> Moving, Moving on. swiftly forward. Let's 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 talk about that one, Paul. What are you most looking forward to at Waxstock? Um, I'm most looking forward to meeting everybody that I've missed. Abigail. Um, <laughs> easy. Um, yeah. I just think I've missed so many people and face to face conversations rather than DMs and just chatting to people on WhatsApp messages like yourself. Specky, many people don't realise this. We obviously yeah. talk every day via WhatsApp. And uh, we last time we met was at Waxstock, so actually having face to face. That's going to be so weird. Like we're going to be doing the podcast, and I'm going to make a point of that. And you know, mm. the fact that we're going to be there together. This is the first time seeing each other in three years. Is utterly insane. It is. Uh, it, it's, yeah. it's bonkers. A lot- I, that's that's one of the things I'm so looking forward to is catching up with you know you when when we oh, there could have been opportunities in the past but covid stopped all that you know yeah. we couldn't we couldn't get out it would have been nice to have a little holiday to take a a weekend away come down and see you or for you to come up and see me or whatever it would have been great but um you know it wasn't to be and so that's going to be one of the biggest things for me is that whole in person connection again I think because meeting the brands we just don't have it yeah, normally. We, we, we i both and we both owe a lot to the brands meeting the brands in person and, and chatting to them because yeah. I like I say we only get to get to speak speak to people either via email or uh, via um, Insta spam. So it'd be nice to just yeah. meet people, shake their hand, have a chat. Obviously, I'm coming up with Gary, and um, we haven't seen each other for ages. <laughs> and that, let's don't start that. Don't start that. <laughs> we don't want to. I can't help it. We don't want to talk about the hotel situation. Um, but yeah, we no. we are going to be mm. there probably about lunchtime. I think Saturday. And then we can go and do the recce yeah. on the hall and then uh, make our way off to uh, Butlins. I mean, the hotel. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine if it was being held at Butlins? No. Like, that probably would actually make it like a, a Waxstock weekender at Butlins would be pretty hilarious, actually. Waxstock, Butlins, Bognor Regis. Pontins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I'm looking forward to. So very like what is snow foam? <laughs> <laughs> right, shut up. <laughs> I'm really, I'm actually really interested to see how Abigail's going to go on at Wagstock trying to figure out what all the products are. I think I'm we should actually. I think we're going to have to have, have like a phone a friend option. <laughs> yeah, I think we should have a game. Uh, I make a make a video section of it um, about Abigail trying to figure out what the products are and what they're used for. That's not a bad idea. To Was be this that on face bomb? You could do that on stage. You could take her up and no, get her to guess. No, no, no. <laughs> No, no, we're, we're not there. We're not there to. We getting Specky's mic, bogeys. No, no one's getting my mic. No, actually, uh, speaking of mics, I've got something very special. Paul doesn't know about this. Vicky knows about this, um, because she she helped me out with this. But Paul doesn't know 
What's going on, Paul? I've got something very special for our microphones. Um, which will, yeah, yeah. So I've got, I've got two of them here now, right? And I've got more of them. Well, I've got other things to go with this coming, right? To Waxstock, um, yep. they are being delivered specially to Waxstock for me, and uh, so that that's going to be something that is, I think, is going to feed our egos very nicely. It's not it's not a microphone. Oh, it will. Very much so. It's not one microphone in the shape of Thor's hammer and the other one in the shape of a lightsaber, is it? <sighs> I That's actually a oh, better idea. Be Can you imagine that? <laughs> Can you Im Oh, my God. That has to be a thing. Can we make that a thing? Can we please make that a thing? Oh. I need that to be a thing. I... That's the best idea I've ever heard for the podcast. There you go. You heard it here first. Um, I will be making some announcements um, at Waxstock. Oh, God. Um, obviously, there's there's going to be quite a few of these, obviously, people that lost property and things, um, details that have left um, <laughs> Jumbo Spine. So, someone's left a detailer behind. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's left a jumbo. Abigail, you're very like, what is that, the reception? Yeah, there's a, there's a window cleaning squeegee, a jumbo sponge and a chamois left by the pizza um, stand. Come and pick it up. Um, so I'm going, to be, I'm going to be giving out some announcements and we've obviously got the main announcements to make on the channel, haven't we? We've got quite a serious job um, lined up through the, throughout the day as well as doing our own thing. And I have got some interviews to do as well with some YouTube channels as well. So we are going to be very, very busy bees. Yeah, essentially, I think what's going to happen is we've got a few obligations to fulfill while we're there, but I think for the morning, right up until about 10.45, yeah. we're going to be recording an episode of the the podcast live from the show floor, just in case we didn't make that clear in the last episode where we were so excited about this. Um, so if you see us walking around with microphones in our hands, that's because we're recording, so not the best time to come and talk to us. Try and talk to us before that, or alternatively, after we've uh, had our little stint on stage, which I believe is about one o'clock, that we're going to be up there for about half an hour, 45 minutes, something like that. Then we're going to step down and hand over to the Speed 6 guys, where they're going to have their stint on stage. And then they're going to hand over to the Pro Detailer Magazine podcast guys. So, yeah, we're really looking forward to that. I, I am I'm honestly pumped. Vicky um, really nicely, in a bad way, ruined it for me today. She said, was it today or I think it was yesterday? Maybe yesterday. Yeah, we we spoke, and I said I am so pumped. I was getting I was getting nervous. I was starting to get worried. The closer and closer we got to Waxstock, and then suddenly I I said a message to Paul. I said, "Look, I'm actually really pumped for this now. I'm excited. I'm no longer afraid." And Vicky said, "You're gonna feel like that right until the point where you get off the plane, and suddenly you're gonna be shitting yourself." <laughs> Oh, the words. What a vote of confidence. The words of encouragement there. <laughs> I know, it was so nice I, of her. Thanks I so much for that. I did say to you two or three weeks ago, I was a bit nervous in the pants, didn't I? I was a little bit nervous. <laughs> you always say you're nervous in the pants when you're doing anything. Yes. Well, Stage fright. Um, Performance anxiety. Yeah, but, I, I, <laughs> but after speaking to Johnny Shill, he said, no, you'll, you'll be fine because obviously I do speak to a lot of people at work and I have to stand and brief guys and all that sort of stuff. And I think after doing the amount of lives I've done over the last four or five years, I should be okay. But um, one thing I was yeah. going to say to Abigail about the, the Ford part, there is a, a show and there's a show and shine, wasn't there? That's out in the car park. And I've never actually seen that because I've never had time because I've always either been filming or talking to people. I've never actually been to that part of Waxstock. That's uh, in and around the Rykar Arena itself, isn't it? It's not actually inside. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's, it's out, a, yeah. It's so there's the Arrive and Shine. Arrive and Shine. Sorry, and I think but, that's and then, sponsored by, um, isn't that one by uh, Glyptone? Glyptone. Aren't they sponsoring that one? And then it's the one? top 16 within the arena. Yeah, and the top 16 is sponsored by the Ultimate Finish guys. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so that's going to be, those cars are going to be inside, right around the middle of it. So they're the top 16 cars that are going to get the biggest judging there. But yes, there's an Arrive and Shine situation outside in the car park. I remember the last time I was there, I only saw them as I was leaving. Yeah. I didn't realize there was stuff going on Same, outside. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we didn't get an opportunity. So we might get the opportunity to get out there uh, this time round. But again, it really depends on the time that we have available. 
because I said to Paul, we, you know, we're never going to be able to go whack, to Waxstock as as fans of this situation anymore. We're going to be going there supporting Waxstock. We're going to be there, um, you know, making a big deal of it. We're, we we really believe in what Waxstock is and and what it means to the people, the community, the industry, and so on. We make we want to make a big deal of this. So we're we're never going to be there as just average Joes anymore. We're going to be there as kind of cheerleaders, and we're helping with it this year with the Tannoy situation and so on. And there may be other opportunities in future years to do more for them, just in the same way that Alan Medcraft does, where he donates so much of his time to help out, he gets nothing for it because he purely believes in everything that's going on with it. And I think that's that's how we feel about it. You got to spread the positivity from from where you, from Northern Ireland. Bring, bring it over in abundance. <laughs> There's positivity in Northern Ireland. They might send us back home. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, positive polys. I was a bit, I was a bit worried about going to Birmingham because I've heard it's quite rough. And then I remembered I was from Northern Ireland, and I thought, be okay, <laughs> we're bred for this. <laughs> you're, you're walking. Well, remember, you're not actually, you're not going to Birmingham oh, itself. You're, bombs? you're just oh, going to. There's been a stabbing. You're just going oh, to the airport, home. though. You're not. You're not like going out into the civilization or lack of it. I don't. No, know. I know. No, I know. I just thought it was funny whenever I was a bit nervous about it. I was like, I'm from Northern Ireland. I'll be fine. Exactly. <laughs> There's people over there that run from us. Yeah. 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 And that's just from taking a look at you and your shaved head. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> but what what I am most looking forward to is. Um, Becky's outfit choice for Saturday night. I was telling him about, you know, I didn't know what I was going to wear for Saturday night, and Speggy was telling me he didn't know which Hawaiian shirt to wear. Oh Lord, oh Lord, God. that's actually correct. <laughs> I, I don't it know. Was true. No. I don't know which one to wear. That's Speggy's thing. He wears Hawaiian shirts. See I, if you come down them stairs, wear a Hawaiian shirt on, and a lay around you. No, I'm not going. <laughs> I'm have, going for the vodka bar. <laughs> I'm not going to have a lay. There's no, no. I'm not. I'm not that daft. But I like. I like. Flow. Is there going to be shorts involved? No. Is there flip flops? No. <laughs> I am concerned. A hula skirt. No. Oh my god. No. No. Cook, I'm not. Cooking up bra. Cooking up oh, bra. Jesus. <laughs> I should never have said anything, oh, honestly. I should never to be honest anything. with you, Specky. Oh, I have such a mental image right now. To be, to be honest with Specky, by the time you get there and the time you're getting up, you'll be in your PJs by the time we get to the bar. Oh, you'll be in mate, your, you'll I be, know. I'm going to have an earlier start than everybody. You're going to be in the Thomas, Thomas the Tanks. And it'll just be me, Paul and Abigail. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> I, I don't know who I feel worse for. I just drifted off. I, started, I, started just, I just drifted off there. I just... Just had some image in my head. Sorry, I'm, white. I'm probably on the on some sort of wrong plane. Uh, get back to the yes. Get back to the show quick. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um. I think, I think we'll we'll just wrap that up there before we get ourselves into any trouble. For God's sake. Um. Ladies, thank you very much for joining us yes, and helping you, out with this um, <coughs> filling in situation where we... Um... Yeah, no problem. I'm glad to be second best again. Oh, oh yeah. We, here we go. Rehearsed, doesn't he, here we glad go. To second best. But anyway, not to worry. Thank you so much. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Yeah, and by the way, you weren't actually second yeah, sure. best. You were about fifth on the list. Um, I've sheet of that. <laughs> I know, I, a, I know. I already heard. I, a, I heard all about I it. I sheet of A4 in front of me. And yeah, you're about six weeks out but we just we just called you Oof. In. i know no of I course know. i'm joking okay, you, I heard of course it's fine. I'm, I'm joking it's not you guys not, are going to be see them acting big guns you know on the podcast back and then they're going to see us in real life at the weekend i don't think there'll be such big guns then well, <laughs> yeah you can think that you can think that listen the thing is we are going to have you guys on as top bullying for a future episode of the podcast which is either going to be the halloween special or after dark and i i'm not really sure which one i'm more concerned about uh so okay that's going to be a thing but <laughs> I'm, um, I'm thank concerned. you both yeah. so much for coming and joining us tonight it's always great fun to talk to you guys and um yeah. yeah by the time this podcast goes out we will have already met each other but until this particular moment in time we cannot wait to see you guys in coventry on saturday uh, for those of you listening Ooh. at home, thank you very much for listening. I hope you guys all managed to get to Waxstock. If you did get a chance to see us, make sure that you tag us on social medias. Let us know if you enjoyed it. Let us know what you thought of Waxstock. Please don't. We are going to have... 
the next episode of the podcast will be the recording that we will have made live from the show floor. So make sure you listen out for that one next. But in the meantime, I've been Specky. I've been Paul. I've been Sveggy. I've been Susie. And we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Take care. Love you lots. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Love you. Bye. Bye.